You know what song I realized I hated? What's that? Never really thought I had a problem with it. You suck! You know that, who can it be now? Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of songs I hate, and the reason that I hate them are like dumb reasons. Yeah. It's kind of like food. Like, I've talked about this before, but if you said mm. you can wake up tomorrow right, and right. love cheese, love it. Yeah. Of course I'd take that deal. It makes your life way easier. You yeah. never have to say like, oh, can you just... My life would be a million times easier if I liked cheese. Right. And the same thing is with music, I think. I'd love to just like everything. Right. But it is weird, too, that people who... This sounds super pretentious. Oh, God. Here we fucking go. Or supercilious. Oh, my God. It is weird that we listen to songs differently than non-musicians listen to songs. Yeah. Like, when I listen to a song, I'm picturing the neck of a guitar and the chord progression. Yes. You know, like, I'm I'm listening to all the things that make a song nice also. Like, I'm simultaneously an audience member, like anybody else, but also, like, oh, yeah, I know, I know how to do this. Yeah, I'm usually picturing, like, the studio session and all of the, like, each thing being recorded. Yeah. Like, um, Peter Jackson... The Lord of the Rings guy who did the um, oh, yeah. documentary on the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. He said it great, too, because someone was like, well, when you watch a movie, like, can you even just watch the movie? Or are you constantly thinking about how they did it? And his answer was exactly what we just described. He's, right. like, he's like, when I watch Jaws, I'm thinking about each shot. But I'm also going, yeah, this is a fucking awesome movie. I need to know what happens. Right. You know what I mean? You can have it both ways. And I do remember at UMass Lowell when, um, like, your, you know, like, orientation, I guess, with, like, all the, all the fucking music majors and shit. Yeah. And they were like, you know, listen, I know right now you enjoy listening to music. You're not going to really enjoy listening to music when you graduate from here. Because right. you're going to be too busy analyzing what the fuck's going on to yeah, enjoy yeah, yeah. music. Right. And I was like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. I said, that sounds horrible. I'm going to fail out by choice. Yeah, I'm going to take myself out of this circumstance. Right. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 181 of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Tim Sullivan. Hello. And believe it or not, folks, believe it or not, we just ate food with the one and the only Eric from Eric Searle and Storage. I woke up the next morning under my bed, which I thought was weird. (laughs) I texted him. I said, listen, Eric. We're listen, gonna, Eric. Listen, we're going to be going to fucking Casa Tequila tonight, and we're going to be eating tacos and drinking Dos Equis Embers with limes. I'm very surprised he accepted that invite. Me too. I said, I triple dog dare you, thinking he, there's no way he would. He said, all right, see you there. So strange. I said, wait a minute. And there he was. He fucking showed up. Unfucking believable You know, it's kind of a genius place to be in that he's arranged himself to 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 be because when he suggests a plan yeah he's guaranteed our acceptance oh yeah we're jumping at it and maybe that's part of the maybe that's part of the ploy like listen i don't need to hang out with these guys tonight what i'll do is i'll i'll kind of hoard my human capital as a friend right right for when i need them to be around right you know jesus christ it's the same thing with with guys and girls you know when you're trying to make a girl attracted to you (laughs) when you're trying to make a girl yeah yeah. (laughs) my fickle friend um you don't want to make yourself overly available yeah that's usually that was usually my uh I guess still is, but was always my major downfall. Incredibly available. 
Well, because you think that um, the same social rules apply uh, like they do to your friends. Right. You're treating women, you're treating the laws of attraction the same as, you know, socializing with your friends. Right, 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 right. You know? No, I do. What would be tough, and I don't mean this in a creepy way. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm already creeped out. I mean this in a in a social way because the same thing applies when heterosexual guys are with each other. Right. It's got to be tough to go out on a date where both parties aren't drinking because it really is a social lubricant. Right. I don't mean they need to get sloppy. I mean like literally just have one drink. By the time you get three quarters done that beer, Yo, yeah. you're just... So much loose as a goose. Yeah, you're you're loose as a goose, as they say. That, or you loosey know, the, old, the old saying, right? Um, listen, and tonight I I did some crazy shit tonight. Okay, Ooh. every time we go to Casa Tequila, I'm like, you know what? Tonight is the night. I'm not gonna get fajitas. I'm gonna get something else. Yep. And every night I get fucking fajitas, right? Yep. Because then I study the menu and fucking their menu is pretty dense too. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know what? Nothing's fucking Standing out, and then the guy comes over and goes, uh, Senors, what can I get you? And I'm just like, fucking fajitas, dude. Right. This time, bro, I got... Yeah, what the fuck did you get? I got mole poblano enchiladas. (laughs) Now, listen, I had expectations. I figured I'd eat them, and I'd be like, yeah, that was pretty good. These fucking things, dude. Oh, my God, they're fucking good. Really? Next time I go and I'm getting those, I'm not even getting fajitas anymore. What are they? Mole poblano chicken enchiladas. Yeah, that's what they're called. What are they? So chicken rolled up in some fucking corn tortillas. Yep. With mole sauce on top of it. Whatever that is. I think it's just like a bunch of like ground up pepper sauce kind of. And like fucking lettuce and like some sour cream on top of it. Goose pimples. With rice and beans. Wow, that sounds great. Scoop scoop the fucking sour cream off and then take little tiny bits of sour cream and just eat that shit. Oh, my God. And then just put that hot fucking sauce they give you all up in that shit. That sauce is quite hot. And I don't even know how we found out it existed. I think one time I was like, do you guys have hot sauce? And he was like, yeah. And yeah, I thought that was, is, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought he was going to bring like a fucking bottle of Cholula. Right. Well, the the only problem that we first had was not expecting it to be brought out in a salsa cup. Right. Because the application is a little bit tough, mm. you know, compared to a bottle. Right. But um, it is good shit. Sometimes they remember to bring a spoon and sometimes they don't. So if they don't, bring the spoon now you have to just use a chip as your spoon right because they don't give you spoons you have a knife and a fork but it almost respects the authenticity more because it's brought in oh yeah because if it was bottled you'd go oh you guys don't make this right you know and it's probably literally just ground up peppers right and like fucking vinegar and water and vinegar yeah it's, yeah. it's fucking great yeah it really is eric blew my mind tonight too because when we were, like, this is 2011, so 11 years ago. Oh, my God. When Dave and Joey Durso were living in Amesbury. Oh, yeah. We would, that was our, that was our rendezvous for, like, a year. Casa Tequila? No, Dave and, and, gotcha, and dude. Uh, Joey's. Yeah, yeah. So, every Friday. This is where the TV was mounted, 30 feet. Yeah, yeah, floor. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the height thing was bad, but it was the distance from the couch. Yeah. Because, I mean, this doesn't do the viewers any service, but it would be like the TV being there and the couch being way back there. Yeah, that's fucked. So the height was a problem, but the, the distance was a bigger problem. Um, but And he made the cardinal sin of not having like any sort of sound bar. It was just the TV's oh, God. inner speaker. Can't stand that. So, and he had the AC blaring because they Good didn't have God. they didn't have central air, so there what was else? an AC blaring. You're like he was also constantly grinding up ice cubes in a blender. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and Joey and, and Joey was eating a uh, 
a fucking Harrison's roast beef sandwich. Um, and was mic'd up while he was doing it, and there's a PA blaring. Oh, Joey eating Harrison's, and for some reason I've eaten Harrison's with him like north of 50 times. Fucking disgusting. It's like, it's like trying to enjoy a meal while listening to someone in wet socks slowly step on grapes. Oh, God. It's just... The the sloshing and the smacking. One thing I can't fucking listen to, like when I used to um, <clears throat> watch my brother's dogs, like when he would go away. Yeah. God rest their souls. They're both dead. Oh, I know what you're going to say. But um, dude, at night, like you're trying to sleep and yeah. they're just licking their paws. Yeah. And it's just like. Yeah. It sounds like Joey eating a roast beef sandwich. Yeah. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. And the worst is they wait to do it until it's super quiet. Yeah, you're about to fall asleep and just. Yeah. yeah. It's like, holy fuck, dude. Yep. Disgusting. It really is so bad. And it's a, it's like a, it truly is a dog thing. It is a dog thing. I don't do that. I don't fucking lick my paws, dude. I don't even have paws to lick. But uh, so, so number one crazy thing was got enchiladas instead of fajitas. Number two crazy thing, dude. Tim Jim's like, let's go to the city, which is the uh, like craft beer slash tobacco place. Great spot, fantastic. They have fucking everything. If you if there's a beer you're thinking of that you want, they fucking probably have it, dude. Budweiser, Coors, they yep. Have it all. They have Miller, uh, Marlboro Lights, Keystone. The they have Keystone Bush. Yep. Um. So fucking, we go there. The name's Keith Stone. <laughs> I grab this left. He grabs fucking Polliners. Pollaners, I think, is actually how you say it. See Pollaners card. Then go, <laughs> then go up to the fucking counter, put my fucking beer on the counter, and I go, you know what, man? Let me get a cool mint Zin while you're at it. <laughs> bought a fucking pack of Zin, dude. It was really cool. Now, would I have bought the Zin if I weren't already buzzed from the two Grande Dos Equis Amber cervezas from Castilla? The answer is no. Yeah, I think that's a thing with um, with tobacco or just nicotine products. Like, I would love to see what portion of cigarette sales are to non-smokers who are drunk. Oh, it's probably a ton of their business. If you offer, not the bulk, probably only like five percent, but still, that's a lot of money. If you offer me a cigarette when I'm stone cold sober, my chances of t- accepting it are like twenty percent. If you do it when I'm even, even myself as a, because you're you're never a non-smoker, right? You're always a former smoker. It's like being a marine. You're never not a marine anymore. You're just like exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even I am in that boat now. We're sober. No, I'm good. You give me one beer, I'm at like forty-five percent. Two beers, I jump up to like sixty-five. Yeah, three beers and up. 85%. If I'm fucking drunk, it's like 98%. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And that explains the Zen purchase tonight. Yeah, that explains it. I did it. Oh, real quick, just to tie a tie a bow in it. Oh, dude. The, the reason Eric blew my mind oh, yeah, 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 is because when we would free when we would our HQ was Amesbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those bars were pretty much libraries after 10 o'clock it was dead yep even on a friday or saturday so one day we ventured out and we used to go to this like sports bar thing it was a weird place and we went to this place probably like four times and one of the times we look over and dave is we're all trying to get out of there and then we look over and someone's like all right go get dave we're leaving and then we look over and Dave's dancing like in like middle school fashion where like the lady's arms and hands are around Dave's neck. Yeah. Just dancing with some like 60 year old lady. Oh my God. So we had to just stand there on the sidelines and basically wait for the sun to end. So when you went to the bathroom, uh, Eric tonight at Casa Tequila goes, remember when Dave like dance with that 60 year old lady at that bar in Seabrook. And I was like, yeah, he's like, did you know that was like right here? And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, this place 
Casa Tequila was that shitty sports bar. What the fuck? Fucking blew my mind. I had no idea it was anything Me either. Else. I've been to Casa Tequila a million times with you. Never would have thought that was the spot. That's fucking wild. It's crazy. That's wild and whoa. That's wild and crazy kids. It's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. Jamie, pull that up. Um, Jamie, do we have that clip of Dave? Pull that up, man. Crazy, man. Um, fuck. Is this what's fucking sounding like shit? Is it this? I hope it's. I don't hear shit. It's probably me. That's my thing. I think that's your thing. Yeah, this is my thing. Suddenly, something sounds like shit, but I guess I'll just pretend it sounds fine. <clears throat> um, fuck. What else? I feel like I was going to say something super important. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I fucked up. Now I have two oral fixations that I can exercise. One. Yes. I have the uh, tea tree mint toothpicks that I can that I chew on fucking all the time. Oh, yeah. Give me one of these yeah, fucking take one things. Of and now number two, I have fucking Zin. Oh, these are great. Yeah, at the office, I'm constantly chewing on these mint toothpicks that Dave Machenzi oh, got me I'm gonna get these. addicted to. Honestly, I think this this has a... Was this closed before? Or was it kind of... It doesn't really close. I think uh, there, there are two kinds of people that want to quit smoking. Oh, yeah. There are the smokers that are addicted to just the nicotine, mm. in which case the patches and the pills. Like, What's the pill that that guy took and killed his wife? Uh, Xanax? Something with a C, I think. Klonopin? <laughs> no, no. It's like specifically for oh. weaning people off cigarettes. Um, I think Ray Liotta was like the spokesperson. It ends with like Nax. Yeah, Fuck. I'll think of it. But um, those pills are bad because the way they work is they literally rewire your brain. What the fuck? In which case, no thanks. Right. And then there's the smokers that like to, like the oral fixation part. Yeah. So that's why toothpicks like these ah. would be probably a more effective tool than the nicotine gum. Yeah. And like, and then of course there's Zen if you want to quit oh God. smoking. Anytime I'm, uh, if it's like late night and I really want to start like snacking on something. Yeah. I just pop in a fucking toothpick, dude. Right. And start chewing on this fucking thing. Oh, that's another great scene from Hall Pass when out at the bar. Yeah, yeah. And like Richard Jenkins' character is like this supposed to be this like guru with women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all looking. It's like you got to go for that girl right there. And then Jason Sudeikis is like, why? He's like, well, by her uh, jittery jaw and the fact that her nails are bitten down to the stubs, I'd say she just recently quit smoking. And then he goes, how can you tell that? And he goes, well, look at that behavior. And then he goes, plus, look at the size of that purse. And it was like this giant bag. Yeah. And I go, yeah, it's a pretty big purse. And he goes, yeah, big enough for a $5 foot long. And then the camera has like an x-ray vision of like a Subway sandwich in the bag. (laughs) Somehow he's getting all this correct. And then he goes, the only conclusion, that girl needs a cock in her mouth. (laughs) And then I just love when... Later on, Jason Sudeikis goes and talks to her, and he, she's boring her to, she's boring him to tears. Yeah, and then after he goes to Richard Jenkins, he's like, "I can't do it, man. This isn't worth it." He's like, "Dude, trust me. She's gonna go home with you. She's wearing a thong." And he goes, "How could you possibly tell that?" He goes, "I did a crawl by." <laughs> oh, that movie is so fucking funny. I will rewatch that because, but um, yeah, I don't know. I get how you can make the argument that you know. Everything nicotine related is poisoning your body. And there's yeah. total truth to that. Um but also that like what's the point of living if you can't do things that make you feel good, you know? No, no, listen, I agree. I totally agree. And not morally good. Usually things that, you know, like sex feels good, but you can't just you can't be in a relationship and just bang someone else, right? But you can have a cigarette. You can have a Zin. Oh, yeah. You can poison yourself a little bit. A little bit here and there. That's actually one of my favorite um, Winston Churchill quotes. I forget who said it. It was some female politician. Oh, yeah. She was totally offended by 
Churchill's gruff demeanor. And she was like such a cold, just brutal woman. Yep. And she goes, Margaret Thatcher. And she goes, uh, she goes, you're lucky I'm not your wife. She goes, I would be poisoning those cocktails. Jesus. And then he has, he's so witty. He goes, if you were my wife, I'd drink it. <laughs> probably the probably the best comeback ever. Yeah, that's fantastic. Gotta love Churchill. Uh, unreal. See, my I, I don't know, is my mic I heard that one. You heard that. Yeah. Is my mic dying? Check. Oh, that one God. had some crackle. I'm kind of nervous. Hopefully it's all fine, just fine, but it might not be. Well, all right. The good the good news about me hearing that, yeah, is I'm going to assume that when I don't hear it, it means things are fine. Yeah, it shouldn't be a mystery at the end. And it could be just the you know what it could be just the the speakers. Could be just what we're getting and not what the computer's getting. You know what I mean? So yeah. But if the whole episode sounds like shit, then you know I'm fucked. Then we're toast. Right. 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 Sounds like a lot of people listen to the uh, Uncle Dean episode. Yeah, no, that's true. It is. Um, and almost, so Jeff sent it to Dean, and Dean didn't listen to it. Hmm. But then Dean said, I want to be on it. Yeah, yeah, I'd love, but he, all right, here's what we would have to do. Sorry if I'm. Oh, you just keep going. Just okay. Keep going. Well, I didn't want to make a suggestion that, you were going to be like, well, if you let me fucking finish, that's yeah, exactly no. what happened. You go right ahead. I want Dean to call in. Yeah. But I think a prerequisite for his calling in should be him listening to it. Because yeah. I want to be like, well, how do you respond to the narration of what happened from Tim Early? Yeah. So a part of me has this like. I kind of want him defensive. Has this like built in. I guess fear. I don't want to say fear, but I guess it is a fear. I have like this fear. Discomfort. Of, yeah. The Dean now makes me uncomfortable. So now I'm like, don't really want to fucking go on. Yeah. 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 But on top of that, Jeff was like, oh, I sent him the episode he wants to be on. I said, did he listen to it? And Jeff said, no. I said, okay, first of all, number one rule is if you haven't listened to an episode, you will never be on a fucking podcast. That, goes, well, that applies to everybody. He who shall not be named was on it. Exactly. Fucking shit show. I wonder what happened to that kid. Probably died. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no. If you've never listened to an episode, you have no business being on here. You know what I mean? You don't understand the flow. Unless you're Ryan Allen. Welcome um, anytime. Yeah, Ryan Allen can come anytime. Um, we'll bring the Bud Lights. And now it sounds great again. So I'm really getting nervous that the tube in my microphone is dying. Which, if that's the case, I mean... I mean, that thing was a good, what, 80 bucks? This thing was fucking like seven, oh, that, 700 but Yeah, that's the nice one. I'm thinking of mine. I'll have to just ask Nick Natalia to like bail me out in some way. I'm always asking him to like fix things. And he's calling you a pussy? Or, yeah. Like, well, you didn't fucking trick her, but you pushed I gotta say, I I and I'm not sucking up because I know he listens to it. This is nothing I wouldn't say in front of his face. Yeah. But I love seeing Nick. It was great to see him on, was that... Saturday? I'm so sure you wouldn't say that to him. No, I did too. No, no, no. I said I would say it in front of his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I normally don't compliment people to their face because it makes me feel like a right, kiss ass. Right. Also, I still have all those... Uh, Beer opener. Let's go. External hard drives, Nick, that I really need you to uh, do some... Here's what we should do. Data Let, management on. We should kill a couple birds with one stone. Nick comes on the podcast... He's always yep. been a great guest. And then we get him to uh, look at the uh, hard drive shit. Yeah, that's that's like a multi-day thing, though, I think. I feel like he'd take, which is still. Oh, no, yeah, he'll stay here for five days. <laughs> I'll go home. Oh, God. No, that's great. Or he'll just come be on the podcast. I'll give him the hard drives. He can take them. Yeah. And then in like six months or whatever, he'll just be like, here's them back. Right. And then I'll I'll like blow him or something for, as, for payment. Yeah, um, or we can hook him up with Dean. I told Kevin that I bought Kevin Faye that I bought uh, Zinn. He goes, "Uh oh, slippery slope, slippery slope." Um, let's see. I'm pretty sure we have some emails. So let me fucking see what we get. You know what though? I'm and I'm sure there you could come up with exceptions. This is a generalization. 
I'll bet you 85% of people that, that do Zen yeah. are like successful, productive people. Oh, hands fucking down, dude. So, hey, fuck it. Because why, I mean, we're going back into the same shit we've talked about, but why would anybody do Zen over either smoking cigarettes, doing dip, any they, of those other things? Because they want to rush and they're too busy with work to fucking go outside and hack a butt. Yeah, and they have to do it in a clean fashion. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, they want to remove the yeah. the taboo of so it. So they like have to do it in like an office or, right. or some shit, right? Yep. So if they work in an office and they're doing Zin so that they can get their numbers up, they're probably fucking productive. The right? top lip thing is a game changer too, because I oh, feel yeah. like that's even more inconspicuous. I didn't even know at first. Um, I just love these I fucking had toothpicks now. Kev had to tell me. Yeah, he had like, to tell me too. I was like, I don't even like Zin because then like you get the sharp nicotine shit in the back of your throat. He goes, well, are you fucking, wait, he goes, you're not bottom lipping it, are you? And I go, yeah. He goes, uh, no, dude, you got to top lip it. Yeah. So I top lipped it, never fucking looked back. Unfucking believable. See, Nick Dentelli's going nuts right now. Oh, so pissed. He's going nuts that you just framed it like Kevin is a badass veteran because he does Zen, and right. that's going to drive Nick insane. I think that we can all agree Nick is the is the nicotine expert, the king of Copenhagen. Yes. <laughs> all right, so. Fucking the microphone. Yeah. I wish it was would stay good. But anyways, uh, we have. Let's go to the first email we have from the fucking. I really think the mic's fucked. Danny Bergeron. Okay. Oh. It reads: Hello, Tim and Tim. I personally think the no shoe policy is dumb, unless you uh, consistently step in dog shit or piss. He used the wrong van, but. We'll let it go. Unless you step in dog shit or piss, then I don't really care. Tim is right. Nobody has nice carpet or floors anymore, so fuck it, right? At my house, it's a loosely enforced no-shoe policy. Doesn't bother me much, but if I'm around the house, I'm usually wearing my slippers out of comfort. My girlfriend's parents, on the other hand, strictly enforce the no-shoe policy. My girlfriend's mother is obsessive compulsive, no joke, and cleans the house every day. She's also retired. So she's probably just occupying her time. She has to constantly tell me to remove my shoes and slippers and slippers. What the fuck? When I'm up in Vermont visiting them. Drives me nuts. Uh, when I saw the episode title, I figured it was going to be about Dan S- <laughs> Dean Sarantino. But this story was way better. Happy to hear you didn't get butt fucked by Dean last episode early. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yeah, no, I agree with... With Danny, I think the the loose enforcement is totally fine. Loose and yeah, loose enforcement's great. Here's what happens because, uh, you know, typically the average person wants to fit in, right? Tim Sullivan at my birthday party. Oh, that's okay. I forgot his last name. That's yeah, Sarah that's T. Yeah, 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 right. Tim Sullivan at my birthday party. <laughs> I remember. I remember in high school, Dean like went to the movies with. My sister Annie. Yeah. And everyone was like, like kind of ribbing me. Like, obviously, they were kind of joking, but like half serious. They're like, yeah, dude, that doesn't piss you off that like you hang around this guy all the time and he's going out with your sister. And I'm like, that's good. Dean, I think we're good. <laughs> uh, I always like Dean for the record. Right. But yeah, right. I would say that the, there's, I could see how last week's content would need clarification on which Dean you're right. But, um, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. If I'm in a house and everyone is in socks, right. Yep. I'm not going to die on that Hill. I'll probably take my shoes off just to be polite. The second the homeowner insists I take off my shoes, that's when I have a problem with That's it. when you're keeping them on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, if you own a home, I don't know, maybe it's just two because I have a dog, but I don't live or die by the sparkle in my floors. Right. Like, I would much rather have a party where everyone's having a great time in fucking 
mud covered boots in my kitchen. Oh, imagine. Then be the guy that with a straight face has to ask another grown man who's also his friend to please remove your shoes. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I guess if it's someone's mom when everyone's five years old, whatever, who cares? They're five years old. They actually should learn what it's like to take orders. Yep. But come on. When you're north of 19 years old. Right. No, listen, I don't, get it. Don't tell me to take my shoes off. And again, I'll clean. How long does it really take to clean a floor? <clears throat> Depends on the width and length of the floor. <laughs> that, that is true. It was more of a rhetorical question, but. Um, <laughs> okay, perfect example. It sounds like she's legitimately obsessive compulsive. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, just fine. That's fine. Just but fine. it sounds like she's going to clean the floor tomorrow and the next day and the next no matter what. So at this point, wouldn't you almost... Sometimes you almost want a mess to clean up. Oh, I, yeah. I remember when, when Joey... Would, vacuuming a floor isn't satisfying unless you hear the crinkle of the, the crumbs entering the thing. Yeah, you know you're and doing shit. Like even, I remember Joey used to say when he was uh, working at the Showcase Cinema, so after the movie got out... You know, he'd go down to each aisle and do the little, he had the dustpan. Yeah. And he said his job was so boring that he would pray that someone dumped an entire bin of popcorn on the floor (laughs) just so he could have something to do. And I feel like sometimes when you're obsessive compulsive, the completion of the task at hand that you're obsessive about is almost better served by there being a legitimate need for it. It's almost like if the floor is already spotless, you have the compulsion to clean it regardless, but now there's no real payoff. Right. If the floor is dirty with a couple of, you know, footprints, you already have the compulsion anyway. At least this way you get some satisfaction of a mental before and after picture. Right. I'm doing I'm doing them a service, and so is Danny. The weird thing is slippers, because I think yeah, that's silly. You don't wear slippers outside and track stuff in. Slippers, what's the difference between slippers and socks? There's not much. Especially I mean, if, uh, if you don't wear them outside. Right, if exactly. you do go outside, then they just become a shoe again. Right. But if, you know, you brought, if Danny enters the home with the slippers in his duffel bag. Yeah. Mingles in socks. And then now it's, you know, dinner time and he puts slippers on. Well, I don't see the harm in that. You know what I've been doing lately? You can't actually really see it, but there's like a blue sweater hanging there underneath my financial advisor vest. Yeah, yeah. And um, the one trickling down to the boots there? Yeah, that's the one. That's become like my Mr. Rogers sweater. So like I'll get home from work. I'm actually still wearing my work sweater at the moment, but a lot of the time I'll come home, I'll take oh, off. You do have the puffy vest we talked about, the swishy material. Yeah, but that one like sucks. Okay. And it's not Patagonia, which is right. half the battle. Fuck. But, um, yeah, what the fuck? But uh, I'll come home, take like my work clothes off, and then put my house sweater on. Oh, I do the same. I have the same thing. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have like a, a costume that I put on every time it's after six o'clock in my house. Oh, it's fantastic. And it's got like the um, the kind of collar that like comes down to here. So if you could like flip it up and it will go up to like your the back of your head. Yep. So it'll keep your neck warm if you're chilly. Yep. So then I'll flip it up, put it on my neck, and then, and it's a it's a but it buttons all the way down. Yep. So then I'll take flap, I'll pull the flap over here and the flap over here, and then yeah. cross my arms. Swaddle yourself. Just swaddle myself like a fucking old, you know, like an old baby, like a fucking fifty five year old bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's great, dude. And just and like I'll fucking look in the mirror with my my self swaddle, and I'll be like, you know, get off my lawn, dickhead, or some shit. You know, I don't, I don't fucking. Yeah, no. and, there, and there's there's two types of um, cleanliness. So I totally like the uh, the psychology behind making your bed every day and doing all that stuff. And I do think it makes a big difference mentally. Like if you have a workstation that's has a bunch of crap on your desk, once you clear that, you do find yourself like focusing better. Yeah, you feel great. So there's definitely um, a connection there. But that is different. If my house is a mess with clutter, then I need to clean that. If my house is clean, but some guy that I invited over 
to drink beers in my kitchen, didn't take his shoes off, and there's something that requires me to do a five minute Swiffer. I don't. That doesn't bother me. Oh, that's fine. Just fine. You know, don't be a dick about it. Right. Like, don't. It, it can't be a rainy day, and you the the driveway's small, so you had to walk across the lawn. Yeah. And now you're. But most people aren't like that. If it's a rainy day, that's kind of the exception. Like you know, because yeah. Rain is just gonna fuck everything. But even that, I don't care. I've I've never awakened from. I never know when to use woken up versus awakened. But the fact that woke is now like anathema to me, I I think I'm gonna use awakened. But like I've never awakened and gone downstairs after a nice fun social event that I hosted. You went, oh man, and, and see dirt on the floor and go, what? are you fucking oh, kidding me? Oh, Karen, dirt. I'd so much rather know everyone was wearing shoes the night before and happy. Yeah. You know? Everyone's feet were warm. No one's toes were Because, cold. again, it comes down to when I'm in socks, I feel like I'm a child. You are a child. And so when I'm in someone else's house, I can feel like a child in my own house because that's <laughs> that's my womb. That's my my comfort zone. When I'm in your house and yeah. I'm not wearing shoes... Well, I'm not wearing shoes now, but that was voluntarily. Oh, let me put it this way. If there were other people here other than you and I, I'd be wearing shoes. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't I don't know what it is. I probably would be too. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'm overly tight uptight. Maybe you secretly have a foot fetish and you don't want people to know, so you cover up your feet as a way to like I don't know, hide your foot fetish. I feel like DJ Petty right now is thinking, this is why you guys are lo- uh, losing listenership. Right. But these are real issues. They are real issues. And, and by the way, we're responding to a subscriber's email. Yeah. So it's it's all apropos. These are hard-hitting apropos issues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so on to the uh, next email. This is great. We have three, like, three emails. Holy shit. All right. Yeah, dude. Uh, so this one is from oh, yeah. the listener that we know who it is, not the Riddler, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. And he says, imagine the shit people are wearing at Dean's parties. <laughs> oh my God, that's such a good point. It's got to be some wild shit. Because Dean is inappropriate by our standards. Everyone's got to be wearing cowboy boots. I want to know... Yeah, that's actually a great point because I'll bet more often than not, Dean's the one at his type of party. He's the one going, guys, come on, let's rein it in. Yeah. You guys are fucking on my baseboards. Come on. Dude. Yeah, that's a great point. We may have to. Probably some wild shit. We may have to go to one of Dean's parties. So that was sent. So let me see what the time is because I'm a little doesn't say the time. Who do you think sloppier, gay men or or lesbian women? Sloppier how? Like housekeeping. I think uh, gay men would be would be more I think they'd be fastidious. neater. I think yeah. I, I, yeah, I think lesbians would probably be have have messier houses. Yeah, I think so too. Let's look into this. Ah. Well, yeah, and plus the cats. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, But so he said that, but then he also sent an email that says, this isn't even a sentence. I don't get it. Just wanted to say still listening and great show. So like, while I don't totally get the sentence part, I think that's great. Yeah, me too. That was a separate email? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. And then, ladies and gentlemen, of course, oh. of fucking course, we have an email from Boudankas himself. Ooh. Which also, as I say his name, realize I didn't Photoshop that photo for him as he requested, and I forgot until right now. So, Boo, dude, the mic is dying, I swear to God. Boo, I'm going to do that at some point mm. within the next year. Um, Boo writes... I get most national holidays, New Year's, Labor Day, 4th of July, Thanksgiving. But how did a religious holiday become a national holiday in Christmas? In no way do I care or want to change it. This comment is more just how did that happen? P.S. Great Halloween costume. Hashtag Zisu. 
Well, I mean, this is a... Uh... And how did he bolt... What? Dude, my microphone's dying. Is it? Oh, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. He bolded national in holiday. How the fuck yeah. did he do that? How or why? How? What do you oh, mean? Oh, I guess it's... Never mind. Sorry. I'm an idiot. Ignore me. Um... Well, I think it goes back to everything. I mean, it's a it's a Judeo-Christian society, predominantly Christian. I mean, it it makes a lot of sense to me why Christmas would be a national holiday because you tend to things that are common custom throughout a country a nation. by definition become nationalized. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I would say the the biggest uh, uh, thing undergirding the undergirding the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution is Christianity. I'd say, right, right, yeah. So that makes sense, dude. Even just look at my waveforms; they go from loud to quiet to loud. I think the mic's dying. Mm. So I'm listen. I'm apologizing in arrears to the listeners for fucking up. Mm. So, sorry. And by the way, uh, the biggest thing too with the, the I should say the, the momentum behind separation of church and state. Yeah. A lot of times gets misconstrued where people think the church shouldn't have influence over the state. Right? But what it, what, the main impetus behind it was that the state wouldn't have influence over the church because freedom of religion was kind of the right the whole point. So That's I think right. a lot of people, when they see separation of church and state, and then, you know, public schools have... Pre- I don't know. I'm not even taking a stand on this. I don't really care what side of the schools that have prayer in it or whatever. Yeah. I can see both, both objections, but a lot of people look at separation of church and state and go, oh yeah, the church isn't supposed to have influence on government, but it's actually the opposite. That's right. It's really so the state can't fuck with the churches, which we really had no problem doing with the lockdowns. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's a, it's a Judaic Christian society. So yeah, I guess you could make the argument with that. Why isn't Hanukkah a national holiday? But I don't know. I mean, what percentage of Americans celebrate Christmas? It's probably pretty high. Even secular Christians celebrate Christmas. Folks, I mean, the guy's got a fucking point. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know... This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. I've had, I can't tell you how many cups of coffee in my life, and this this is one of the best. Uh, okay, first of all, so much dead air. That clip is so long. Why would we ever put that on the soundboard? And second of all, I don't remember the clip being that long. Me either. I mean, I guess they do have to wait a minute. It's because your other senses have things to do, like your eyes are watching things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because TV stimulates the most senses, you know? Paul, squash. Call me. We always miss that part. What, Friday? No can do. I got an 830 res at Dorcia. Great. Sea urchin ceviche. Yeah, because in my head it's Paul, squash, Friday. Friday. No can do. Right. I think he's lying. And the part that always confuses me is when... I love the I think he's lying. Him and Paul go out to dinner and he brings them to that shitty Mexican restaurant. Yeah. But he's like, not if you want to keep your spleen convincing him that it's some super nice restaurant. Yeah. How is, how is Paul not totally like, what the fuck are you? This is clearly a shitty Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think too, uh, I could be way off on this, but based on interviews I've heard with, with, uh, Brett Easton Ellis. I almost said Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think so. You know the point um, at the end where Patrick confesses to his lawyer on yeah. the voicemail. I, I I killed twenty people, maybe forty. Yeah. 
One of the best lines ever. <laughs> Look, has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure it's maybe 40. <laughs> so when he shows up um, at that, like, I don't know if they're at a restaurant or whatever, and everyone's confusing. Patrick Bateman has yeah. an alibi. Yep. Because all these guys are carbon copies of each other. Right. And I think part of it is like when you see Paul Allen in that restaurant, the fact that he's told by someone like him that it's nice, he just goes, oh, yeah, this must be nice. Because right. all the shit they like, is o- they only like it because people say it's good. Right. Like even the whole Dorcia thing. The reason none of them can get a table at Dorcia is because all of them want tables at Dorcia and are taking up the spots. But there's nothing special about Dorcia. Could have got us a table at Dorcia. Nobody goes there anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, what a great movie. I'm due for a rewatch. You recently rewatched it, right? Yeah, the other day. It was fucking great. And I always ask myself while I'm watching it, do I think it was all in his head or do I think it actually happened? And I feel like 80% of the time after I rewatch it, I'm like, I feel like it actually happened. Yeah. So uh, if you read the book, it actually happened. And even the director like apologized for making people think it was supposed to be in his head. Okay. So uh, basically I'm a fucking genius. 80% of the time. No, you're right. Cause it's not, well, they're neither are definitive. They're still kind of coy about it. Like they don't say, but basically the director in the interview said like I never intended for the conclusion from viewers to be that it didn't actually happen. And like I like the idea he definitely told a hooker not to stare at it but eat it. <laughs> right. That's it, like the most <laughs> fucked up scene in the movie. Yeah, that's fucked. The homeless guy scenes fucked. Or when he too. crams the cat into the fucking ATM. Um but I like the idea of everybody's head is crammed so far up their own asses that yeah yeah that they don't notice a serial killer like right under their nose right versus it just all being in his head i think that's like just so much better yeah and it's and they don't even care because their world is so like insular that they're like it won't it's it doesn't affect me right there's something um it's so funny when i think about the 80s I picture the fun side of the 80s. Like, yeah. you know. Tons of coke. Yeah, just total freedom. Lots of blowjobs. Total freedom. Do whatever you want. Um, and I think it's too because I'm, I'm, I hang out so much with my Uncle Mark. And he was like, he was like 22 in 1985. Yeah. And he was like, it was the fucking greatest thing ever. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I won't like drop specific names, but... um. A parent, Dean. No, not Dean. A parent that I know was like, "Oh yeah, we used to all go to." They're like, everyone every weekend would go to Kowloon, and we would just be blowing fucking rails in the bathroom, and oh. that was what we did all weekend every weekend. That sounds so great. And Kowloon is the shit, dude. Yeah, you go in there now, and it's exactly the same yep. as it was in the fucking eighties. Yeah, and I love that. And it's- then I think on the other side of that, there was the total decadent like all i care about is material shit type of stuff like it's so funny because they they say that like stockbrokers now make north of three times the equivalent money of stockbrokers in 1987 but the culture of a stockbroker in the late 80s yeah that you were like a rock star so like by by modern day standards, you're probably making more money now than they were, but they seemed like they were fucking way more badass. Right. And I think it's because the, the, they just live in a society where you could literally do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Don't you want to know what I do? Not really. And it's great, too. Like, if you basically, if you didn't have a kid in high school and worked full time. Yeah. In 1985, you could just own a home. Yeah, you could just buy a house for fucking eight grand. And like, no one, no one was really strapped. Nowadays, Selena, it's don't like just stare at it, eat it. Nowadays, it's like fucking insane. You actually like you pretty much have to get married at this point to buy anything. a house, like anything bigger than a condo. 
And even condos now are insane. And oh, yeah. the the only reason I say you have to get married is because you're you're living in the same house, but now you have two incomes. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like when you do get married, it's it's a double edged sword because you get fucked on the, you know, the dual income tax. Duly appointed federal marshal. We are duly appointed federal marshal. I can't believe that was right there. <laughs> but the thing is, when you get married, you're living in one house and you get, you know, twice the income. 1985? Oh, yeah. You can just go, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I'm on the verge of tears by the time we arrive at a spot, since I'm positive we won't have a decent table. But we do. And relief washes over me in an awesome way. Patrick. Dude, he's so fucking good. I'm surprised we don't. I thought we had the one about the fucking Mike's driving. Crazy. I know that. I'm... The one about um, Paul Allen's apartment. I thought that was on. Yeah, here, the like, awesome wave one. It. No. He... Yeah, when he's afraid that uh, he's terrified because Paul Allen overlooks the park and his apartment's obviously more expensive yeah. than his. Oh, we do have this one, though. Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here it is. I'm on the verge of tears by the no, time we arrive oh, at a spot. Oh, you just play that? Yeah. Why does it say awesome wave? Maybe you miss... Yeah, he says uh, relief washes over me in an awesome wave. That's when he's at Paul Allen's place, though. Oh, wait. No, I'm an idiot. We just heard that. Yeah. Uh, the Paul Allen one is... Uh, he's overcome with... Oh, fuck. I don't yeah, yeah. But it's so goddamn good, dude. I thought we had it, but I guess we don't. And it's fine. And it's fine that we don't because everybody knows what it is. Right? That's, he's absolutely right. What sucks is I'm going to have to, after this, I'm going to have to like unhook this microphone. It's. And like put it in a box. And then it's just going to die. It. It's just going to not exist anymore. Fucking sucks. Fuck. Fick fuck. Fick fuck. Unless it's all in my head. Not in my head, but it's not actually going through the. In your recording, head. But. In your head, zombie, cranberries. I love how Eric wanted an app that anytime zombie by the cranberries comes on the radio, your car just dies. So you can't finish the song. <laughs> he hates the cranberries. Well, in the end of that song is horrible. Um, oh, fuck. What else? I don't know. Do we have anything else? I thought I had something super important. Did I even see you this past weekend? I don't think I did. What did I do this past weekend? Oh, yeah, I did. We went to David Morgan's Halloween party. That oh, dude. You, uh, you catered with meatballs. That was fucking lit. Yeah, that was fun. I was dressed up as Steve Zissou. Oh, great fucking costume, by the way. Great fucking sea urchin solution. I was... Steve Zissou. He was this is more than the budget of my whole project. <laughs> it's an estimate. <laughs> and I actually wanted to be um, Captain Hennessy. That was actually my like original plan, but I couldn't find like a white jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, never mind. The, dude, the beanie and the tuxedo, like that's just as good a costume as you can <laughs> But get. if I went as Captain Hennessy, instead of three people getting my costume, only one person would have got it. It would have been you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Um, I was Steve Zissou, but only uh, film premiere Steve Zissou. Yeah. So beginning. Matt, Matt Boucher, would have loved, did you send that picture to Boo? I think he commented on my Instagram. But so either the beginning or the end of the movie. Those are who I was. Nowhere in the middle. But specifically, my plan was to be the version when he's on the boat after the um, the first movie premiere. And uh, uh, when he smokes the joint, with, yeah. When with Ned, Ned, yeah. When Ned's like, "Oh, hey, I think like you're my dad," and he's like, "Will you excuse me for a minute?" And then he leaves and smokes the joint. That was my exact uh, costume. One of my favorite. If I had to describe, if I had to give one example of Wes Anderson's dialogue style, yeah, it would be <laughs> when they're in the. The parasail or the balloon above the boat. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and Kate Blanchett's drinking. And he goes, You sure it's cool to be hitting the sauce with a bun in the oven? Or yeah, he goes, You think it's cool to be hitting the sauce. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. I just love because it's two old school phrases in one. Yeah. All of his characters talk like they're in nineteen fifty five. And then I love I just love when he goes 
uh, Ned's like going up the the ladder, and Steve yanks him back down and goes, "Hey, do me a favor. Next time you have a wise idea in front of the reporter, whisper it into my ear first. Otherwise, I look like a daydreaming Johnny." <laughs> I fucking love that line. So I may rewatch that movie tomorrow. Oh, it's so fucking good. Uh, so we debate about it so often, but I think. I can officially say my favorite Wes Anderson movie is Life Aquatic. I can. I'm not going to speak for you, but that's mine. No, I've, I've officially come to the conclusion, and everyone is great. So it's not like if you say, what about this? I'm not going to go, well, yeah, I'm going to go, yeah, that's that's excellent too. But Life Aquatic, I think, is his best movie. Ooh. It's just it's firing on all cylinders. It really is. Also, last week when I was like, oh, my God, stop pressing the buttons because I'm like losing focus. Yeah. When you listen back to it, it's not too many buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're during well, When it, you're trying to come up with a story and some asshole keeps <laughs> interrupting you with sound bites. But I thought I was going to listen back to it and there was just going to be like chaos of buttons and it wasn't. Oh, no, no. I tried to make it relevant. It was totally relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But something about my dumb brain just couldn't hand the, uh, handle the distractions. Oh, dude, something that fucking kind of drives me crazy a little bit is... Um, mail-in voting? I hate mail-in voting. It's the fucking worst. But uh, all these, like, it'd be on fucking TikTok or Instagram or whatever, fucking whatever. Everyone wants to be interesting, and nobody's interesting. Yeah, So right. They're like, oh, that awkward moment when you're... Um, you know, your hyper, super, whatever brain does that thing that people with that kind of brain does. Yeah. And it'll be like they're brushing their teeth and they look at the um, the toilet paper roll and it's empty. And then they go, oh, yeah, I'll remember to change that mm-hmm. after I brush my teeth. And then they forget. Mm-hmm. That's called being a fucking human being. Right. That's not a type of personality, you fucking dipshit. Well, the best, too, is like, People will voluntarily spend a week exerting all their muscle strength, squeezing one last drop out of the uh, toothpaste tube yeah. rather than just go like, all right, I got to remember to just go to CV. Like you'll literally, you'll pull muscles trying to get one drop out and it'll go on for days. Yeah. And then there's another, I forget what the fuck the phrase, the term is. But they try to make it sound like, oh, when you have, you know, severe ADD and... Oh, yeah, that's all bullshit, by the way. And you have a... um, There's a fucking... They assigned a name to it. But it's basically a name for a junk drawer. Yeah. And they're like, and you have a junk drawer and you just throw shit in there. I'm like, again, that's called being a human being. Show me one fucking person that doesn't have a junk drawer in their house and I'll show you a fucking liar. Right. Because everybody has one. You're not interesting. You're not unique. You just are a person. Yeah, totally. And um, I I actually, I'm surprised that the whole, all the self-help type people like Tony Robbins and them aren't um, basically canceled because anyone whose philosophy is, yeah, dude, you're not just trapped into your own weaknesses like you can fucking you can figure it out and get beyond it are in direct contravention with everything now you know what i mean oh i don't i don't clean my room because i have severe add no no exactly you're just fucking lazy you think that people that do clean their room enjoy cleaning their fucking room no they're just not lazy i mean every if you go to any bookstore or library and go to the biography or autobiography sections. What is book? Just <laughs> you're going to find shelves full of stories about people with horrific enough lives to be worth publishing a book over that became successful. This whole idea that, oh, well, you know him. He's got what? You you sound like a fucking idiot. Now here's the thing: is it shelves or is it shelves? It's shelves, but now say so that thing right there that I can pull out and put things in. What's that called? Drawer. See, that's what I say too. It's a drawer. Yeah, it's not a draw. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they spell it like that. A draw is when you hit a golf shot with your fucking four iron and it goes from right to left. Right. That's or, or a, draw. a Or a guy that draws pictures with a pencil. Imagine if he drawers pictures with a pencil. Because you go, oh, I'm a drawer. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why that landed so hard, but it did. I don't know why they ever came up with that word. No one can pronounce it. <laughs> it's a drawer. It's a drawer. It's a drawer. You go. Are you saying jeweler? I go. No, I think no, it's no, a drawer. Canadian thing. But like, like Gavin says, he can't say iron. He says iron. That sounds like a Scottish thing. It could be, because the way they pronounce, if you pronounce it, iron. It kind of makes sense because you're actually pronouncing it how it's spelled. Right. But it iron is just <laughs> is just the correct way. This thing's fucking delicious, I'll tell you right now. The Paul Allen? The the Paul the Paul Allens. Yeah. These Paul Allens are so fucking good. I'm gonna start going to um I'm gonna start going to that. I don't think the Ah Yeah. I don't think I can find these outside of the city. Right, right. The only problem is the city is like a good 12 minutes away. The one by the one from here? Yeah, when you say 10 minutes, 12 minutes. So here's the thing, dude. Maybe I should just start going there for beer because it's right off of exit one. A, it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. B, the selection's better. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I'm going to start going there. So... When I lived in Methuen, I was eight minutes from... That was the best fucking spot. Okay. I still don't know why your parents sold that, to be honest. Dude, so here's the thing. Do you, think, just, if they want, do you think if they knew they were going to wind up in Salem, they ever would have bought the selling? Or because, yeah, because yeah. they would have downsized it. Anyway. Because the house literally th- was three times the size. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Good point. But, so I was eight minutes from... Uh, fucking 28 in Salem, which has everything it could ever want. Yeah, you could literally be a bull moose in 10 minutes. Yeah. So so when I say eight minutes... The old it, and the new. Yeah. <laughs> when I say eight minutes, it was it was eight minutes to the... Uh, army barracks. To the army barracks. I was going to say D'Angelo's, but same fucking thing. Yeah, just different side of that road, right? Yeah. Which used to be Daddy's Junkie Music, because I would go there fucking like every yeah, yeah. day to buy fucking strings from Adam. Then right? it was like carpets of america or something yeah i'm fucking so dumb and then i was i was uh like 11 minutes from the chit chat yep and i just fucking three get, minutes from phoenician three minutes from the phoenician i could get to 213 495 93 111 it was the most 97 central location i've ever seen you were five minutes from the loop five minutes from Crystal Lake. Dude, I could get anywhere. Yeah. In fucking seconds. Yeah, you fucked up. Why'd you sell No, not even kidding, though. Like, if I could have a house with a affordable price in that spot, whatever street there was, Emerald Pines. Yeah. Oh, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. You know what I always kind of... Um, that was the best location ever. It really was. And I always used to drive by this one street, and I was like, I want to live on that street so bad. And the reason I thought this has a little bit to do with Budankas. Salt Broadway, Lawrence? No. It's called Birch Hill, and it's in Salem. And it's on the back roads from... It's like on the back roads on the way to Salem from my old house, mm-hmm. right next to the rehab facility. And... uh the reason Boo has a lot to do with it is because his the song that was in his fucking BMX video was Birch Hill by the starting line. And the reason I wanted to live on that street was because I liked that song, Birch Hill. And I was like, really? oh, fuck, that's the name of the song that Boo Dankus does a fucking uh, a feeble to a barsman out on. <laughs> and so if I ever live on that street, I'm going to have Boo over for a, a beer. Yeah. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds great, dude. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. 64 minutes. Not bad. I thought that was a great episode. Yeah. Um, the volume of my microphone is going way up and then way down. You ugly. And going from very crisp to shitty and fucked up. Um, but with that being you said. You like a fool. Fucking fantastic. Excellent. 
Excellent. I'm going to do a random. I don't even know what it's going to be. Well, perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. Oh, and for the uh, record, yep. yeah, Bronson's a good movie, but I, I am sticking to my claim that Tom Hardy is not a good actor. Sorry. Everyone have a nice week and an even better weekend, and we'll be here next Tuesday. Have a great time. Well, I'm so sure can.